I struck a match and lit a lucky, breathing in the foul-tasting smoke, casting my gaze along the broken streets, shadows chased away by the flickering of overhead lights. I didn't have far to go, fortunately, in my hunt for the mooch. The good thing about Chicago was everything was in walking distance. The 226 Club was a frequent stop for the famous, the rich, and the sleazy, making it a perfect spot to learn juicy bits of information on anyone or anything. If you needed any kind of dirt on someone, Moochie was the guy to see, mainly because he was smack dab in the middle of it all. For the most part, he worked for Capone and his cronies as a busboy, but he also dabbled in the sharing of information to anyone for the right price. The sky had filled with clouds while I was inside the hidden treasures, blocking out the moonlight and giving way to a rain that pelted my face and hands with a coolness that soothed more than I thought it could. This investigation is quickly becoming more than I had anticipated, originally expecting nothing more than a drunk or deceased husband lying in a gutter or held up in a cell. Now the Lunars were potentially involved, and I was about to go poking my nose into Capone's business, which was not a smart idea. May I take your hat, sir? Huh? What? I looked up, realizing I had already made the journey to my destination. I'm sorry, sir. I asked if I could take your hat. Oh, no. Thank you. I won't be long. I entered the establishment, shaking the rain off my hat. I must be more tired than I thought. Not noticing that I had walked all the way here was one thing, but I needed my wits about me. I had to stay alert for the rest of this investigation, as it could mean life or death. The slow, smooth jazz music played in the background as I entered the 226. It smelled like a good time, mingled with great food and even better company, or at least I hoped. This place was packed, more so than I thought it would be at 3 in the morning. Idle, excited chatter broke through the music as waitstaff weaved their way around the patrons enjoying cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. I scanned the faces through the cigar haze, looking for moochies in particular, seeing some infamous ones in the process. Charlie Chaplin was playing Hide the Pigs in the Blanket, showing off to some beautiful ladies in the corner. I also saw Babe Ruth, leaning over farther than the Tower of Pisa, trying to challenge Jack Dempsey to a boxing match. Completely ignoring the impracticalities of such occurrences, I continued my search. Drink, sir? I turned to see just the men I was looking for. I grinned at him. Wow, it must be my lucky day. Moochie's face went five shades of pale as he realized who he had offered a drink to. Well, <clears throat> it must not be mine. Look, Sawyer, I, I, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> I don't want any either, but that's not how it usually works. You know that. Moochie's eyes darted back and forth, either looking for an escape or making sure we weren't being watched. Um, not here. F follow me. I followed him to the back through the doors leading into the kitchen. He turned around and faced me, disregarding the clatter of plates and the rush of chefs and waiters in the background. What the hell do you want, Sawyer? I'm working. I'm looking for Bruce Fletcher. I know you know him, so don't give me that look, Mooch. You met him at the Hidden Treasures a few days back. Well, now he's missing, and his wife is asking about him. You tell me what business you met him about, and I'll let you go on about your business. He licked his lips nervously. Dick, look, I can get into a lot of trouble. I took a step closer. You don't want any trouble from me, Mooch. Trust me. Okay, well, follow, let's go outside. Follow me. I followed him again through the kitchen and out the back, leading into the alley. 
He took a few extra steps, well out of arm's reach. Yeah, he meant me. Look, he needed a loan, all right? I was... I went to ask the outfit, you know, about squaring his debts, but he made some bad choices and he lost all the money gambling. The outfit didn't like that, so they took care of business the way they usually take care of business. They hired someone to handle it. I don't know who, I don't know when, I don't know where, I, it, it, it happened. But if, if you say he's missing, then I'd say the debt is paid. That's all I know, Sawyer, I swear. Don't play me, Mooch. You know everyone and everything that comes through here. You gotta have a name. Or at least know if it was independent or guild-related. Give me something I can use. Mooch rubbed the back of his neck, blinking rapidly. Okay, fine. Look, I hear there's a new business that opened up across town. It used to be Fop's Barbershop. Now, what what was it? Now I think it's called Dapper Dan's Tensorium. Huh. Wouldn't that be something? Looney's in a hair salon. Things just keep getting better and better. What are you... What are you talking about? Loonies? They haven't been around for 50 years at least. I shook my head. Mooch, for a guy who knows everything, you certainly are out of the loop. I've heard reports of a lunar attack. Might even be related to my case. If you've had anything to do with this man Fletcher, you might want to watch your back too. You know how the mob feels about those who know too much. Even in the dark, I saw the horrified look across Mooch's face. You're... You're lying. I tipped my head as I walked away. Keep an eye out, Moochie. I'd hate to read about you in the morning paper. Take care. Mm -hmm.